Please don't push me, but y'all push B. Now we got dwellers from Cali to Flatbush B. Now they got heat on their feet that say press B. And now we so deep in the streets, y'all can't stress me. Can't curse me, then bless me. I'm crucifying my flesh, that's less me. SAT from preaching, can't test me. Atheists are now believing, that bless me. Yeah, we got the basement replacing any of those worldly pursuits that y'all chasing. Any of those trials and tests that y'all facing Any of the relationships that y'all changing We rearranging, making the shame shift Giving Satan back what's his, that's the blame shift Rise up and walk commands, that's the lame shift Cheat codes for living this life, that's the game shift All on Yeshua man, the rest is manure man I'm dying daily so I rise up a purer man Pressing B daily so my sins looking fewer man Washing the blood so my sins down the sewer man yeah, so press B with me And let's let whatever gon' be just be uh, Yeah, so press B with me And let's let whatever gon' be just be Welcome to the basement, ladies and gentlemen I am your host, Tim Ross The basement is brought to you This is the first time I get to say this and I'm so excited The basement is brought to you by B-Side Aha! <laughs> The safe place to go for all culture, conversations, and chaos. We up in this thing. We live, y'all. Live and direct. We will bring it to your set. I got now. I don't hear. I don't care who got next. Okay, I just had to. And say welcome, that. Uh, welcome to Live Ember. Technically, oh, this is you Live Ember. Oh, we back in Live Ember. You know what I'm saying? We are back in Live Ember. Eleven a.m. to one with yours truly. We are just. We're just handling our business, peeps. You know what I'm saying? I have my, I have my nectar, so that I can be okay uh, mentally. Well, I was okay this morning when I got up to have my devotion time. So let me not act like Starbucks is making me <laughs> okay mentally. It's my time with the Lord that's making me okay oh mentally. God. Starbucks is not an idol here. No, it's not. It's Amen. just, it's just a drink. <laughs> it just happens to be a drink. I mean, if there was. A Christian company called Hebrews that was making great coffee that obnoxiously was on every corner. I'd visit and frequent that place too. But nope, it's the Little Mermaid. So I'm just going to get my drink from there and go about my business. Pastor Tim Ross, Reverend Tim Ross, Podcaster Tim Ross, Philosophical Tim Ross. Wow, that's a lot of. It's a lot of. A lot of titles. It's a lot, a lot of. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole lot. May I start before you intro and do the regular Tim Ross thing? Bro, absolutely. First you off. Can, you can do whatever you want. Praise God, we're not fired yet. <laughs> yeah. Such a dork. What, what, what date are you waiting to be fired? I, I, I don't know. All I know is that... Um, That's kind of fatalistic. You need to... I need healing. You, you're you're going to be fine. Okay, we'll do a we'll do um healing service here in a bit. Yeah, yeah. So, Pastor Tim Ross. Or, uh, Tim Ross, you're just Tim. Yeah. You're just Tim. Yeah. Tim. Timotheus. Timotheus. There's some there's some people right now. <laughs> there's some literal people that know what Timotheus means right now, which is dope. So Tim. Yep. On behalf of myself, yep. all of our friends here, yep. we just want to say that we are so grateful for you. Mm -hmm. oh, you, you have had a wild, wild last two years. It's yes. been an honor to be able to walk with you in it. Yep. Yep. We're yep. super proud of you. Thank you. You crushed this live event. Woo! You crushed this live event. 
It took me all of the whole weekend to recover. I'm glad we crushed it. <laughs> and now, uh, real quick, may I may I give you a quick update just to uh, ruffle your feathers for Christ? Okay. Okay. <laughs> do I ha- do I have permission? You do. Am I allowed? You are. <laughs> what What are you talking about? For the B side app. For the B side app. You know the app that we built the, and created and, and the whole thing and that God a, that, and a thousand people came down to. All of them, that that app? The app where literally people flew in to come see us and hang out with us. Absolutely correct. The people we waited till 2 a.m. to give them a hug. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we and did. And we'll recap all of that. Yes, we will. The B-Side, as of right now, has 1,700-plus paid subscribers. Woo! And 8,000 downloads. Woo! Are you kidding me? Five stars on the app store. Let's go. Hey. <laughs> we... Thank you guys so much for uh, hanging out with us. Until next time. Peace. Peace. No, just, hey, literally, that would be my whole day. Are you kidding me? 8,000 downloads, 1,700 subscriptions. God did. God did. Huh? God did. I might have to. See, we won't be able to put that on the podcast because it's Khaled's track. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But I might have to do a verse on there. And luckily, on the B side, because we own it and it's a private network, we can do whatever we want. Hey, I'm a, I'm gonna do a uh, tell tell Sean to get me the that guy, track. The, the, I need that track. Understood. Because I'm about that. to I'm about to go dummy on it. Yeah, I'm about to go dummy on it. So some quick ground rules just before we get into today's live stream. I want everybody to know we officially have a Discord. We have a Discord so we can hang out. And the Mm -hmm. cool part about this is y'all can literally continue the community aspect of our relationship. And y'all can talk at 3 p.m. Absolutely. You can talk about what we spoke on the live. Like when we're done with the live stream today. Absolutely. Continue the convo. Absolutely correct. It's linked right now in the chat. And um, as y'all know, this is a brand new company. This Mm -hmm. is all new. We are figuring out the development of this app. So if you're having problems with it. Yeah. Please give us your feedback. Yeah, absolutely. We need to know, y'all. We need, we to, need know. to know. So we're, we're going to work on that, on anything that go through there. We're going to work on the Discord yep. if there's any trouble there. Yep. Because uh, this is a safe place and we don't need freaks or creeps trying to sneak in. Report them all. They will be reported. and we Lock need, them all. We need, we need y'all's help on that. Mm-hmm. And give then, us usernames. We'll get IP addresses. People will go away. They will go away. Corrosive acid is there for a reason. <laughs> And then I believe that is the ground rules for today. Other than that, we love y'all, and uh, we may begin. Tim, back to you. Welcome to the B-side, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Hey, okay, we got to talk about the inevitable. We must talk about Friday. Let's do it. Friday was oh so beautiful, oh so special. It was... um, it was a wild emotional ride for me. It was, I think everything leading up to Friday was the roller coaster that goes up so high that all you start hearing is the clicks. That's the only thing you can focus on. It's like click, 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 click before it hits you all the way up and then your stomach leaves, <laughs> right? That first dip is just like, I'm going to die, right? <laughs> Well, at what point for you in the day was that dip? Was that the start of the event or like two hours before the event? I think it I think it was until I walked out on the set. Got it. Like until I walked out into the room, 
um, it, it was just click, 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 right? And so uh, coming back out and, um, you know, the event had already started. All the people are there and it is like the energy is just palpable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the excitement is just, just beautiful. Yep. And, and I'm, I'm just like, and Jeremy, shout out to Jeremy Anderson. Like there was no, no one else was supposed to host that, that joint. No, that was, that was divine, dude. Yo, Jeremy is a beast. And let's give some context real quick. That relationship began recently Mm -hmm. in Atlanta when you, when Hardly Initiated had invited you to come out and it was almost a setup. Ty, uh, Ty, who runs the show was telling me, dude. I'm gonna get him in the same room with Jeremy Anderson. I don't know why, bro. I just and it was definitely God. Yeah, for telling sure. him to do that. Yeah, shout out to and, Ty. And um, it worked out beautifully. It did. Yeah. So Ty, so 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 Jeremy's like a brother, man, and um, just 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 having somebody that you trust mm-hmm. to steward that moment. You know, you know what I mean. To to introduce it, to get it started, to handle transitions. Jeremy, I love you, bro. Thank you so much. It, it was just, it, it, he was just flawless. It, the whole night was just perfect. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, a lot of times you walk away and you're like, man, I w- wish we could have done this, w- wish we could have done that. Now, I do know that, like, um, where our friends and family were sitting, the monitors weren't that good. It was like a dead spot in the room, so they really couldn't hear. Um, you know, we could we could look at minor stuff and be like, "Oh, that didn't go well." That, but overall, man, listen, man, everything. I I couldn't believe how powerful that event came through. Actually, I, I could believe it, especially Child. with all the people God ordained to be in that room. Yeah. But when we talk, when we're talking just flaws, yeah. On my list, sure, the audio mm-hmm. was a struggle. And then on the live stream, the audio was a pinch of a struggle as well when we played a, a few of the trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of funny because <laughs> when we were playing Lecrae's trailer, mm-hmm. sadly, we're going to fix it for next time, but you could hear Jeremy still talking because his oh, mic was hooked you. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone in the room was fine. Yeah, yeah for sure. We heard it perfectly yeah, on, the stream. on the stream. Yeah. They were just hearing Jeremy, am I mic'd up? When do I, <laughs> when, when do I go next? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is what happens at a live event. Our first one. You figure stuff out. Our first one. Yeah, so you figure stuff out. So look, if I could, if I could just push it down to two problemos, the audio. Yep. And then we had a little bit of a struggle with the food mm-hmm. for the green room, but mm-hmm. that worked out great because all of our guest speakers showed up. Yep. Uh, way past dinner. Good. So we was it's everyone as they've realized on their end, it felt like there was no problems. Mm. We was mad chilling. The 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 last element, if I. There was one place I should have made an executive decision, and that was at the end doing the Q and A. I should have scrapped it because mm. to get everybody lined up and get like three right. questions in and be like, "Oh, so sorry, you guys all stood up." Bye. I should have just scrapped it once I saw that it was like nine forty-six. It was like, you know what? Let's just chill on the way out. So that's the only thing I would have scrapped. Yep. Um, and other than that, bro. It was just gorgeous. The people were gorgeous, beautiful. My favorite part of the whole night was hug time. It's my favorite part of the whole night. 10 p.m. to like, 2 a.m. Like, 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 I could literally, like, Tasha Cobbs Leonard, yay. Right? Kenny, yay. Um, 
Uh, uh, I already talked about Jeremy. Michelle Williams coming through, surprising me. When Jesus says yes, <laughs> nobody can say no. That was awesome. When Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. It's like my little sister, man. Anybody mess with her, we, I'm swinging. Like, on site, I'm just swinging. And then um, Mike Todd, bro. Um, I, we could talk about all that. And that was, I mean, those are my friends. See, here's the thing. Saying Tim Ross and friends, there's a lot of people that have, like, big name and friends. But they're not friends. Mm -hmm. They're just all famous. And they just all converge on platforms. They don't. You don't know their family business. They ain't ever been in your house. They, they don't do life together. They don't do life together. Yeah. They're just, they're social friends. They're celebrity acquaintances. But they pass it off as like, we're friends and we do life. No, they don't. There was nobody on that platform that I don't have a personal relationship with. They all have my cell phone number. These are my friends. May I give a pinch of context to your amazing friends as well? Give, give context. So these people were already going to come to this event, had confirmed that point. just to be there for you. That's exactly right. We had a few things that we tried to control and make happen by getting a guest, yep. and it just fell through. God ordained it he did. for our friends to come, and when we asked them maybe a week and a half before if they were down to be on stage, they said, are you kidding me? I asked one person. I asked, I, I, I asked Jeremy 48 hours before the event. I was like, I know this is last minute, bro. <laughs> I need you to actually emcee this thing. Imagine telling somebody. 48 hours. Right, right. I, I'm not gonna I'm gonna actually need you to MC the thing. No, 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 no. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thursday. I didn't tell him Wednesday. I told him Thursday. So I told him 24 hours before the event. No hesitation. Bro came through. He was like, he was like, uh, call me Allstate because you're in good hands. <laughs> Did he really say That's, that? No cap. That's what he texted <laughs> me. When you have when you have people that, first of all, are professional, solid, understand the assignment, great at what they do. You can trust them. Not like, oh, fingers crossed, I hope they... You can trust them. It, it was just beautiful. And, and uh, on the logistical side, I was able to rely on all of my friends from Gateway way back when. Yep, yep. So Julie brought her sister, her brother-in-law, one of her best friends. It, like, all, the whole friend group that I was basically raised up with came through, and they made the merch happen. Yep. They made the meet-and-greet happen. They did the check-in. Like, they just ran everything. So for you to have your friends come through yeah. and ensure, yeah. Yeah. man, we have, we have an insane lineup. Yeah. For me to uh, to lean on, oh, my God, we have all the logistics covered. Yep. It was beautiful, bro. So so let me speak to that real quick because here's, what here, here's what's strongly implied when you say that. It matters how you treat people. Absolutely. Mm. People will not show up for, for you. If they feel abnormally used by you, mm. they just won't do it. Right. So, so when you, when 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 you have treated people well, mm -hmm. privately, right, they will show up mm -hmm. for you, publicly. Oh, so good. Um. We didn't have to pay nobody. Mm -hmm. They came on their own dime, yep. on their own time. 
just to be there and support. And that's what that's what you that's love in action. Yeah. That's that's love in action, right? Love is one of those words that has lost its value in our culture because we love everything. We don't there's no exclusivity to the word. Mm-hmm. And so we love people. We also love tacos. Amen. Right? We we love we love we love people. We also love shoes. Like mm-hmm. like it's just mm-hmm. I love that movie. I I I love a latte. Mm-hmm. I, I love, 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 like everything's love, right? Mm-hmm. It's the action behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like like when people put their put their their love into action. There was one dude um uh that stayed in that crazy line for almost four hours. <laughs> That line was longer than most amusement parks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like people would have been on a ride at Disney faster than they were lined up to give me a hug and to take a picture. This one dude was from Roanoke, Virginia. He got on a bus to be at the event. Kissed his wife and kids oh and said, God. I have to go to this event. And he got on a bus that broke down, had mechanical failure. Mm. So there was a six hour delay. The, bro- the, bro- the dude took a bus from Virginia. It's one thing to jump on a plane, fam. Mm. It's one thing to drive your car. He took a bus. That's love. The community we have is, is real relationship. I bet you it is. It's real relationship. It is. It's also so beautiful how in the same way you were able, your friends came through last minute because you've always been just a friend and not a person of request and wearing them down with, hey, can you come do this for free? Can you come do this? No, nah, man. You were a friend. I was able to do that. And then now, even in our community, we just all have the same DNA. Yep. Bro pulled up on a bus. Yeah, bro. People flew in. People brought their kids. Yeah, man. They had merch. There was a, there was two kids. This girl from uh, from Tulsa. Yeah. She got uh she made her own B side merch. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I heart the B side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. her little ones, her two little ones, mini were, dweller, mini dweller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I forgot what the other one was, but they're so yummy and cute. <laughs> there was one. Let me tell you how dope the uh, community is. So. Right, this crazy line that's in the lobby of the uh, Urban Convention Center. Do, first of all, do you know how long? Do you know how long the line has to be to fill eighty-five percent of the lobby so of the Urban Convention Center? A massive lobby. Like, like it went from all the way over here, all the way over there, and then did a U-turn to come back to stand there. So, um, there were some people that were on on this side that were close to you know getting uh, their turn to come say hi mm-hmm. they look across from them which snake line all the way over here mm-hmm. there is a couple with their like months old baby mm-hmm. in a stroller mm-hmm. and they're like Mm-mm. y'all too and baby come here mm-hmm. they let them cut in front oh, of them man. they're like no nah, get in front of come us on, dude. say hi to tim right get that baby oh, in the bed. right wow. like that you know what i mean that level of attunement yeah um the 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 uh towards the end i would say like let's say it was like the last half hour 40 minutes they were they were they were sweeter mm. like they got progressively sweeter how did their hearts get softer after waiting that long like like you're in a line for 
three plus hours. <laughs> and the first thing, several of them, and this is towards the very end, it wasn't, hey, I, I, I stayed in this line. Here's what I want to tell you. It was, how are you? I know you're an introvert. I know this is taking a lot out of you. <laughs> Thank you for standing in this line. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being a man of your word. Mm-hmm. You said you were going to do it. I can't believe you're still standing here. Yeah. Just wanted to see how you're holding up. Come on, dog. One dude brought me a bottle of wine, mm-hmm. and it was Hall wine. Your, your it, it was favorite. my wine. <laughs> like you, you're talking about like how they pay attention. Mm-hmm. It's one they listen to the pod. It's all good. Right. But when it moves them to be like, oh, he likes that wine. I'm gonna get it. This one girl from San Antonio went to Jay Alexander's and got me carrot cake. <laughs> now, one. y'all know intermittently on the pod, I talk about the fact that um, Saltgrass has the best carrot cake, <laughs> second best carrot cake in this country uh, because they're, you know, it's a franchise and they're all over the place. I said, but Jay Alexander's is number one, but the closest one in San Antonio. Hmm. The girl purchases a carrot cake and drives it up and gives it to Juliet and was like, I got I got your husband. <laughs> the carrot. Let me tell you something. Listen. If this ain't family, I don't know what is, dog. And I knew I was supposed to have it because Juliet didn't throw it away. Praise God. <laughs> so I said Well earned. This has been this has been approved by my cupbearer. <laughs> <laughs> I shall I shall consume. So just Damn. Uh, a question on on that, yeah. Because now you've you've obviously been in, in the church world for so long. Now you're in the podcasting world. Yeah, it's always been community based, right? Always. So my my question is, like you said, in that room we were all in attunement. Yeah, it's like everyone was on the same page because everyone in that room was a legitimate dweller. They were dwellers. Fam. So is is that because we've all collectively spent hours upon hours together? And we've all made an agreement. That's how you get relational equity. That's how you build community. You must spend time with each other. There were people, there were people that I got to hug that I've only seen their name in a live chat. <sighs> Ashley Franklin. As soon as she said her name, I'm like, Bruh. girl, <laughs> I see you in the live chat. Some people came up. I didn't recognize their name, but I recognized their question. They were like, I'm the one that asked this question yeah, on the line. Dude. And I'm like, yo. 619 was there from 2 p.m. or maybe earlier till 2 in the morning. Crazy. Grinding with us like he does in the chat. Yeah, no. I, I mean, uh, another young lady, Chioma, which this is a beautiful name, by the way. I think it's an African name. Chioma, um, as soon as she said, her, first of all, when she walked up, I'm kind of squinting my eyes like, girl, I think I know you, right? And... Means, it means good God. It, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she 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 says her name, and I'm like, oh, I know who you are because you wear the white outfit in your silhouette on YouTube. Like like you know what I mean? You're, yeah, you're, bro. Yes, sir. You're seeing these usernames, then you're seeing their faces in person. You get to hug them and interact with them. It's like that's when the community really comes alive. And so, yes, we have spent hundreds of hours together at this point, if not thousands, right, or a couple of thousand. And you, you, that's how you, that's how you build common unity. That's what community means. Common unity. Mm. There's a common unity amongst us all. And so we're, we are all learners. We are all 
growing and developing intentionally. Right. We are, we want to be emotionally intelligent. Right. Right. We want to be self aware. We want to be emotionally attuned. We want to be vulnerable. <clears throat> we want to be humble. So all of that just makes for when you get those type of people in the same room, there's a different energy. It, it, it's like it's not fan energy. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's more it's it's more family energy. Bruh. But but not the family you're birthed into, the family you want to choose. Mm. Willingly. You know what I'm saying? Because we throw around family it's a absolutely. lot. Like, and, and basically, when we say family, what we mean is familiar. Mm. We're familiar together. We, I, you are the type of familiar person that I want. Right. But that energy where if I choose to be in a room, I'd want to be in a room with you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the family that you get to choose. That's the family that right. you've curated. Yes. Yeah, and that's that's what we got. Uh, if I may, I'd love to be really honest about this past event and a struggle I had during all of it. Mm. Um, I did have... I have a vulnerable moment here, um, but there's a, a resolution and a hopeful end on the on the back end of it. Uh, I was saddened when I looked out in the crowd and realized a few of my the friends I wanted to be there mm. weren't there, mm. and there wasn't any um, there wasn't any support or encouragement leading up to or even after the event. Right? Mm, okay. So that made me sad. Okay. But what I had to realize, and at least I really believe the Holy Spirit reminded me of, is you got new friends. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're discontinuing them and you're no, gonna be absolutely. you're gonna be petty about it. No, 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 no. It no, said, no. Yeah. Hey, bro. Yeah. That was for a t- that was for a season. These are your new friends. Absolutely. These correct. people will fly for you. Yes, they will. These people will get on a bus for yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. And I looked around and I was like, these are my friends. Yeah, absolutely. Those people till two in the morning. Yeah, our Nigerian brother—I forgot his name. He wait. He was the last person. Yep. To give us a hug. Yeah. He waited all. Yeah. That, that's my friend. Yeah, 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 for sure. So that, yeah, just to, wanted to be honest about that. And no, no. Also well, that's it's beautiful that you mentioned that because um, um, it is it is more than permissible to grieve mm. when you had an expectation from those that you have been close to, right? Um, Because up until that night or leading up to that night, that night, and then afterwards, there's an assumption that we we still have the same energy. Mm -hmm. And there's moments like this where you realize, oh, something's shifted. Something shifted. And it usually takes an event or a big deal to know that, oh, this is not as important to you as I communicated it was to me. Right. And and that's okay. But it's just a like uh, let me give you a perfect example. 2020. 2020 hit, all the racial stuff hit, all the political stuff hit, and everybody went crazy, right? Everybody lost their minds, right? Um or 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 were fighting to try to save it, <laughs> right? <laughs> they were either losing their minds or fighting to save their minds. And everybody was like disappointed in everybody. It was like I can't believe they think this. I th- I can't believe they're going to vote for that person. I can't right. believe that mm-hmm. there wasn't more outrage for the racial yep. uh, 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 situation. I can't believe mm-hmm. that you got a vaccine. I can't believe you didn't get a vaccine. I can't believe uh, 
where you stand on the election. I can't believe you made this post. Right? You had all this kind of stuff, right? right. And people were asking me, like, how do you feel about um, uh, all this stuff that's happened and blah, blah, blah. I said, this, was, this year was a gift to me. The gift that 2020 was to me is to let me know where the people in my life stand. Wow. On all types of issues. <laughs> That's an extravagant gift. And it took a major event. Mm-hmm. It took major events. Got to remember, 2020 wasn't one thing. No. 2020 was pandemic. That's its own thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's its own pandemic by itself is its own thing. Then add racial tension. We can't call it racial tension. Then add the murders of black men. <laughs> right? That's, that, that, it's a little bit further than racial tension. And women. And women. Okay. Then, then put vaccines, which is different from just the pandemic. Right. Then put the election. Like, one of those things in a year would have been enough. <laughs> I just named you four, and there's probably six, right? So the gift that I got that I wasn't going to get without that pressure cooker of a year uh-huh. is, where my, where, is where people that I called friends and family, I got to find out where they really stood. Mm. How did, wh- and it took that pres- pressure cooker for that revelation to come out and once that revelation came out, I thought to myself, I'm so grateful I know that about you now. <laughs> I was never going to know that until now. And it was it's a, it was an extravagant gift. Like, I wasn't mad. I wasn't okay, okay. Um, um, pissed off, frustrated, yeah. yeah, surprised by some of the things that came out and who said what and who aligned with certain things. Yeah. I was like, oh. Gosh, I, I would have never known that about mm-hmm. you. But the gift that I got was a revelation. Like, I got to know you better. Right. It didn't make me distance myself from you, It from them. It didn't make me, you know, think differently of them. I just, I just wanted to know more about them. And I'm like, oh, now that I know that, we're going to have some more interesting conversations. Well, when okay, so question. When you went through that, obviously you've had... Lots of therapy. Yeah. You've been able to uh, be in a lot of coaching sessions to work through lots of different feelings. Yeah, for sure. I've noticed when I've gone through, especially with me being such an achiever, I love the problem being solved. Mm -hmm. By being solved, meaning everyone's happy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I noticed when when there's a, a conflict or a confrontation or... A potential loss of a friendship that I know it's about to we're we're about it's about to die. Mm-hmm. My nervous system gets so out of whack because mm-hmm. I want to save it. Mm-hmm. So for you, because because you had all this time to work through that, mm-hmm. was your nervous system just super chill? You were like, "Got it. It's frustrating. I'm surprised, but it is what it is." Yeah. Wh- where were you? No, I w- I was very calm, and the reason why I was calm is because let's go back to your point. I've had 25 years, almost 26 years of therapy and or counseling. Mm. And so what I realized is a couple of things. Number one, um, I can't control anybody. The way they think, the way they behave, any of I can't control any of that. That's good. Okay. That's number one. Number two, I 
would be a lunatic <laughs> to expect someone to give me what they don't have. Mm. Come on. Mm. Mm. If you only have $20 in your bank account and I ask for $50 mm-hmm. and you don't give it to me mm-hmm. and I'm pissed, mm-hmm. I can only be mad at me. Because mm. I'm, I'm placing a demand on something you actually don't have. So when somebody lacks the emotional intelligence to meet me at a certain place emotionally, (laughs) I accept what they can give me because that's all they have. Mm -hmm. You only have $10 (laughs) of relational connectivity to give me. We can't get a stake together. If I ask for 100 (laughs) you're $90 short Mm -hmm. of meeting me where I am. So for me to be angry at you yep. based on what you have in you is 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 to is to be embracing lunacy. Mm. <laughs> so wow. I'm I'll always be mad. I'll be perpetually mad with this person because mm. I keep expecting them to give me something. <laughs> they lit dude, they literally don't have it. They're they're patting their pockets like I don't have it. So to keep demanding that, it would be wild. Let me say this last thing. I am so comfortable with goodbye. Mm. (gasps) Let me tell you something. My goodbye works as good as my high does. (laughs) I can high you, and I can goodbye you. And I don't mean that in a cutoff way. No. I can say goodbye to the expectation that I had of you. I can say goodbye to the reality that we had if something changes within the relationship. And that way, goodbyes help you to kind of calibrate where a relation is and isn't, and it helps you to move on in a better way. Most people don't move on uh, with their their lives peacefully because they've never said goodbye internally. Mm -mm. Dog. Like they've said it, they've said it in word, but they haven't done it in deed, right? Wow. And so when when you goodbyes will save your life. Mm. Come on, I promise you that. Come just on, just dude. say goodbye to that. <laughs> just say goodbye to that. I'll never I'll never forget uh, me and you being in a really difficult uh, place in our marriage, and I was like, "Yo, I want a divorce." Mm. Sounds shocking, right? Let me let, let, let me give you context. I don't want a divorce from you. I want a divorce from this version of our relationship. Mm. Wow. Wow, that's so good. I want to say goodbye to this version of our relationship because it does not work anymore. I do not want to say goodbye to you. So please understand, <laughs> when I say divorce, I am not saying I want you out of my life. Yeah, you had to be clear on that one too, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want, I, I want this version of our relationship to be over. Let's say goodbye to it. It got us here. It will not get us there. Come on, that's so good. That's when you so get married at twenty three and twenty, you, you, you start with what you got. Mm-hmm. We've amassed m- many more tools over the last twenty four years than we had when we first got married. So every time we get new tools and we come back together again, 
and we realized that, you know what, we actually took care of this relationally with duct tape, bobby pins, and staples. Mm -hmm. Now we actually have drywall, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> right, that we could put up, oh. and, and we have um, brick and mortar that this is, it won't be flimsy. So let's say goodbye to these old tools we were using, duct tape, because we didn't know how to talk to each other, and we didn't know how to relate to each other, and um, I would raise my voice, and it would shut you down. Like, let's not do that no mm -hmm. more. We got these new tools, so so let's divorce that. We're not going to use that no more. We're not going back to staples to get tools for our relationship. Yeah. We're going to Home Depot now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We only shop at Lowe's. Right. Mm -hmm. We're not taking construction paper and <laughs> Elmer's glue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're going to get something that's a little more, right. a little more stable. So so that that when you do that in in your relationships, it just helps you navigate better. Right. And so, but that takes time. Yeah. That takes maturity. Um, uh, but I promise you, I'm, I'm, I'm less disappointed in my friends. Come on. Because I accept them where they are. You release the expectation. Bye. <laughs> you don't have that to give me. I don't even ask that from you. Like, like I, know, I know who can give me what. Right. I got some friends, and I'm talking about close friends. I got some friends, based on what they've gone through in life, they don't have that to give me. Okay, so two things. First, I'm pretty sure this conversation alone has not only freed me in my understanding mm. of releasing and saying goodbye, mm -hmm. a lot of the dwellers are going crazy oh, as wow. well because a lot of them are saying, I did on the poll, uh, do you struggle letting friends go? 56% said yes. 35% mm. said no. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. Uh, two, but I, but let me, let's go slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, w I would be very, very interested. What was the percentage that said no? A thirty-five percent. The thirty-five percent that said no. That what I would want to dig a little bit deeper into is how do you say goodbye though? Mm. Because some of y'all say goodbye with distance. Mm. Of that thirty thirty-five percent, I want to know how many say goodbye with distance. How many say goodbye passive aggressively? Mm. Mm. How many say goodbye by leaving somebody on red? They don't even know you said goodbye. Mm. Mm. That's good. How, how many of you all say goodbye by running? Mm. <gasps> how many of you all say goodbye by avoiding? Ooh. All goodbyes are not the same. Yeah. Right. There's a difference between I love you and goodbye. And bye. Right. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. <laughs> I'm on to the next big thing. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, absolutely. All goodbyes are not created equal. No. Right. So of that 35%, I am curious as to what what does goodbye look like for you? Um, because uh, there's a way to say goodbye that is so kind and so polite that it leaves a trail for reconciliation later. Wow. But if your goodbye is blowing up a bridge, that's just crazy. I don't blow up bridges. Not destructive. Mm -mm, I don't blow up bridges. I may not drive across them anymore, mm. but I won't blow them up. Right. I'll just find a new route home. Mm -hmm. But leave the bridge up. Right. Because perhaps they'll grow. What Absolutely. If, what if they're just not in that season to grow emotionally in five years from now? You got the greatest friend you ever had. I, I got a friend right now whom I love dearly, 
Like, when I tell you dearly, I love this man dearly. And we could not be friends the way we are now five years ago. Mm-hmm. There, there was just some work that he hadn't done. And it, we couldn't have the friendship that we have now. Guess what? He, he, he did the work. Mm-hmm. And I always tell him, you're the friend I always wanted. And all I had to do, I, it was delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. I always wanted this friendship with you, right. but now that you've done the work, we can play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can go to park together and play on the swing together. Hey. You know what I mean? But five years ago, it was like, my mommy won't let me come outside and play with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my mommy said, you do drugs, and so I can't come outside and play with you. can't you. do it, brother. Yeah, I can't come home smelling like weed. I can't come play with you. You know, so you, gotta, you just got to know that goodbyes can be very, very polite and diplomatic. Yeah. yeah. Putting up boundaries can be polite and diplomatic. You ain't got to cut everybody off. Mm. Everything ain't got to be. Because that's self-righteousness. That gets Mm. into self-righteousness, and self-righteousness is just icky. And it's very black and white versus leaving a little bit of room for gray. Because they might grow in that season. That's right. And we're we're comfortable with the weight. Yeah, that's right. So my my second thing I wanted to hit was when you dropped the, the phrase, uh, we need a divorce. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the chat is like, oh, like, oh my God, that really <laughs> happened. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But you meant quite literally from uh, the way that y'all were in yeah, the marriage. Yeah, that, that version time, of our marriage. Yeah. That version. Yeah, that version of our marriage. So could you expand on that? for? Because I feel like people only use the word divorce when it comes to like a relationship. Absolutely. Because uh, I feel like we could use that for a lot of different things that we can divorce from. Yeah, you could divorce yourself from a diet. I divorced myself from a diet. I don't eat bread and mm-hmm. beans and rice and processed food and all that kind of stuff for that carrot cake. That was a cheat day. <laughs> well earned. That was a cheat day. <laughs> I am not repenting for that. Um, uh... <laughs> I I I think I think we we would all do well. Um, I, I think there would there would be there would have been there would be a significant decrease in divorce rates if people div- divorced themselves from the version of their marriage that has been going wrong. Because ultimately, every marriage reaches an impasse where you have to change. Like like this app, right? This app is out now. It's going to grow. It's, it's going to be great. But we're going to have to tweak it and Absolutely. do pivots. And, like, some stuff is going to work until it doesn't work anymore. And then we're going to have to be like, okay, that doesn't work anymore. Let's pivot and, and let's do this instead. And so that that's how businesses stay nimble. That Guess what? Blockbuster, Blockbuster doesn't exist anymore because they wouldn't divorce themselves from brick and mortar. Do you know Netflix shouldn't even be what we know right now? Netflix should actually be Blockbuster, and we should be getting on our net our Blockbuster app and downloading movies and streaming movies. You know why? Blockbuster was in a position to purchase Netflix when they were still a mail service wow. sending out DVDs. Blockbuster couldn't see the future. They couldn't see past brick and mortar. And because they got so fixated on their business model, the season changed. Culture changed. The market changed. And Blockbuster went away. 
isn't it? They should have divorced themselves from the idea uh-huh. that brick and mortar has been good mm. and will continue to be good. That's why you got to get comfortable with your goodbyes because nothing mm. lasts forever. Nothing lasts forever. But when I say nothing lasts forever, that doesn't re- mean the relationship has to disappear. Mm-hmm. It just means this version of the relationship has to disappear. Because we've grown. Mm-hmm. And now that we've grown, we got to change something. We got to think differently. We got to act differently. I got way more money at 48 than I had at 23. I got to think differently. My investments are different. Mm-hmm. Where I go to eat is different. When Julia and I were dating and, and, and got married, we were eating at Wendy's. Texas double cheeseburgers. No fries. We didn't have money for fries. Mm. Two Texas double cheeseburgers, water. Parking lot. That was date night. Date night now? It's going to be $200. <laughs> mm-hmm. We both want sea bass. <laughs> we both want wine. Our palate has changed. We divorced ourselves from Wendy's. Is Wendy's bad? No. We used to eat at Wendy's. I can't, I'm not putting Wendy's in my 48-year-old body. The square patties, is that why? <laughs> I'm just not putting Wendy's in my 48-year-old body. I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? This I divorced myself from that season and that diet. It's over. So goodbyes are goodbyes are good, man. Mm. I'm telling you, goodbyes could be so good, mm. but we we always put a negative con- connotation on goodbyes, mm. and think that it means it's over when sometimes it just means this thing so good. is over. Yeah. I'm, I I promise you, the d- divorce rate would decrease right now. Come on, if people divorce themselves from the version of their marriage that no longer works. Mm. You're gaslighting and you're freaking yelling and your 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 contempt and your smugness and your I'm right and you're wrong. And if you if if you would divorce yourself from that and find a new way to communicate, that that'd be better than the side dude that you're emotionally having an affair with. Mm-hmm. You're you're talking to your side dude <gasps> the way you would talk to your husband if you didn't have contempt for him. Mm-hmm. And if you would just divorce yourself from the version of your marriage, all that energy you're giving that side dude, you can give back to your husband. Mm, come on. Mm. Coming for everybody's stuff, huh? Listen, what I look like, what, <laughs> what, 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 what do I look like watching my, my, my wife cook a home-cooked meal mm. and order an Uber Eats? Mm. That's one version of how I think of an affair right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go get me a burger while my wife is in there cooking me my favorite meal. Mm-hmm. That's, that's stupid. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. You're going to have a good home-cooked meal. I bet you I am. From the wifey. Absolutely. <laughs> and I know it, I know everything she put in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you... I don't know what kind of sodium came from that meat you just brought me from... Sloskies. <laughs> hey, check the sodium count on Sloskies. 
If you have high blood pressure, I promise you, you are four sandwiches away from death. Thanks. The amount of... Thanks. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm, I, I dare you to go look, like, go look up the sodium count to, in, uh, in their turkey sandwiches and stuff like that. It, just uh, on the deluxe original alone, 2,460 oh, sodium God. of milligrams of sodium. Mm-hmm. Told you. You are four sandwiches away from death. <laughs> if you got somebody in your life you don't like and they have high blood pressure, give, give them sloshkies. I dare you to get them sloshkies. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you, you're going to be on first 48, but so they, they're going to have to find out. <laughs> hey, Tim, if you're down, could we could we actually go down the rabbit hole of emotional affairs real quick? Yeah, let's get uh, it. I, I did a poll right now. Is flirting an emotional affair? Uh, <laughs> there's three, three, three ones they can c- click. We have 72% at yes. Four percent at no, and then twenty four percent in capital letters yes and foul. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, I wanted to ask you about in emotional affairs. That h- help educate me. That's even when people are flirting with their coworker. Yeah, they have uh, at work wifey, uh-huh. at work husband, uh-huh. all of that. So let me tell you what flirting is. Flirting is you going to the food court and eating that piece of chicken on a toothpick. You know those people that sit mm-hmm. out there with the little tray, like free samples. Costco. Hey, you want you, you want a free sample over food? You have to pay for the rest, but this is a free sample. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? They're opening up your appetite for more. Mm-hmm. That's what flirting is. Oof. Flirting is taking a free sample. Now you have something on your palate that you didn't used to have, and now you've opened up your appetite for more. Now there's more curiosity that that you want. Now there's like, what else can I get away with? What's the other inappropriate thing I can say that you're going <laughs> to giggle at? <laughs> Stuff that would be completely legal within your marriage, but you find it more, more exciting outside of your, your uh, marriage boundary. I love flirting with Juliet. I'm as excited flirting with her 25 years later as I was when I first laid, laid eyes on her. Mm. Um, but if I were to take that outside of the confines of my marriage... All I'm doing is sampling off of other people's plates. And to think that I would keep it at that is foolish. Because I'm going to put something in my mouth that I really like. Mm. And the next thing you know, I'm in front of a cash register. Not ordering a meal. I'm booking a room. Mm. Uh, Daniel Williams is asking (laughs) this question. Uh, how do I know? Uh, how how to know if uh, how to know if recognize flirting? Maybe he's asking. Mm. Is this Yoda asking <laughs> this question? <laughs> how to know if recognize flirting I'm, I'm is so real? Daniel. Daniel, I'm sorry, dog. He was just trying to get it in real fast. That's what it was. Brother was stressing. Yeah. Am I flirting, Tim? <laughs> I just want to know real quick. All right, what is he trying to ask? I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Daniel. Master Yoda asked. <laughs> How to know or recognize <laughs> not the whole chat laughing now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Daniel. I love you, dog. Daniel's asking how Yoda to like Princess Leah <laughs> too much. <laughs> how to know or recognize if I am flirting. How to know or recognize if you are? Because I, I would, I, I kind of, I can kind of see where he's coming from, especially uh, for people 
that could come across as if they are flirting, but maybe they're not internally. They're just very sweet. Mm -hmm. They are more... Um, they're touchy hugs. I'm touchy. I'm huggy. I'm, I'm very complimentative. That's what I, that's my heart doesn't flutter. Mm, that's what it is. That's how I know when I'm flirting. My heart starts to flutter. Mm. Right. I start feeling the way. I'm. I'm. I'm entertained. I'm. I want you to stay. You know what I mean? There was like there, there's a. I complimented so many uh, beards on Friday night and uh, so many outfits and. And uh, there are so many beautiful women's skin. Like, their just skin was just gorgeous. Like, somebody just poured dark chocolate over them. It's so smooth, their skin. And their hair looked nice. And they smelled great. And I complimented everybody. Their people had beautiful eyes. I'm a very complimentative person. Right. I don't, my heart didn't flutter. Mm-hmm. Nor did I linger. Right, you don't keep digging into it to get something out of it. And when everybody left, I never trailed them with my eyes. Mm. Mm. Like, let, let's slow it down. <laughs> let's slow it down. There was no... If somebody had a, had a time-lapse camera <laughs> of me standing there hugging people for three hours, there was no young woman that walked away where I was like, ding! There was nobody I hugged that they saw me figure eighting the back. Just, <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you got in this line. You're a dweller for real. <laughs> when do you leave? Right? Like, there's no, there's no hug with an inappropriate whisper like, girl, you soft. I grew I grew up um, uh, in, in in the church days where uh, the 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 horny deacons uh, would when they got ready to shake your hand mm-hmm. they scratch the oh, middle no. of your palm. Oh, Lord have no, mercy on my soul. That. Which that's a sensitive area for when another person does it. Right. When another person scratches the inside of your palm, you're like, oh, right. And uh, that was their way of trying to tell you, like, hey. I'm down. I'm down. If you're down. You down, I'm down. Help me take uh, collect the tithes later. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. After we get this building fund. <laughs> after we get this building fund money, uh, I have an in-home Bible fellowship I would like you to be a part in of. In-home? In-home. That's what they call it. So, um, yeah, if, you're, if your heart flutters, um you know you need to move around. Now, again, uh, let's not talk about this without without talking about attraction. Remember, attraction is not planned. Attraction is like getting hit in the head with a rock. You're walking down the street, you get bopped the side of the head. You weren't like, I can't wait to walk out of this house and get hit with a rock today. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the same th- thing with attraction. I don't leave my house going, mm-hmm. can't wait to see if there's a girl that uh, matches Juliet's beauty doesn't happen. But if I'm going about my day, if I'm going through an airport and I see an attractive person, attraction is just information. It's not lust. You're just like, wow, that person's attractive. Right. And I find myself attractive to that person. I'm not, re- I, I, I can't predict attraction. I do have choice over reaction. Mm-hmm. Attraction is not a sin. 
your reaction can be. Your reaction to the attraction can be a sin. Mm. And so, uh, because that's what could lead to lust, and that's what, what can lead to the inappropriateness. And that's when you find yourself, I'm attracted to this person. Even if they're just being polite and they're not being attractive back, I'm, uh, your, 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 your company is right. making me flutter. You're yep. giving me a rush of energy. I'm, I'm intrigued by you. There's, there's little endorphins firing off in my brain. This, this is new and exciting. Right. And <clears throat> y- you know what I mean? And then you just, you're, remember, I, I control my body. My body doesn't control me. Right. So now that it's giving me information, then I'm like, all right, we're going to go home. It's time to go home. So, so here, here, here's what, what, what if, I, if I'm attracted to, uh, if I see another woman, I'm attracted to her. Um, it's information, right? Like, oh, okay, that person's attractive. If there's something in my body that's like, ooh, wow, what if? Then I just go, you know what? You're hungry. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what I tell my body. You mm-hmm. must be hungry. Mm-hmm. Let's go home and eat. Wow. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Let's go home and eat. Great. You got an appetite. You're hungry. We drove past... Waterburger, and you're like, oh my god, mm. Texas toast sounds amazing right now, mm. with that side of gravy. Yeah, that's also a heart attack. Let's go <laughs> home and eat. That's so good. That, that, okay, I'm attracted. There's a little leaning. My appetite's opened. That just means I'm hungry, and I'm married. Mm. So I got food at home. You're saving marriages right now, Tim. I'm trying I hope you to. Know that. I'm trying to. Wow. So I just come home and eat. Yes, yeah, great. We had a uh, we had someone. Uh, his name is Keith. He asked. He sent five bucks to ask this question. <laughs> He's like, I I actually need to know, sir. <laughs> so here's a tip. He he. That's uh, really funny. Uh, it, it disappeared, but it, it was there a second ago. He had okay. said, um, uh, "Is it wrong of me to encourage my wife, uh, or actually give her permission to flirt as a waitress so she can get more tips?" Don't let her do that. Mm. You're dehumanizing her. Mm. Mm. Don't have that woman devalue herself for tips. That's good. That's good. Uh uh-uh. uh. Heck no. That's great. Don't do that. Mm. Don't do that. If your wife's attractive, th- that's not her fault, right? She was just born that way. Amen. You married her. Amen. So you think she's attractive. But don't tell her to flirt to get more tips. Mm. If they can't honor her as a person, as a woman, um, and it takes that to get an extra tip. That's a cheap tip. Yeah. I don't want that tip. Yeah, I don't want her to have that tip. You don't want her to have that tip. Mm-hmm. You don't. All right, so I'm gonna take it to the extreme, homie. So say a dude is really into your wife. She's flirting. He happens to be a baller, and he's like, "I'll give you five stacks if you come home with me." You gave her permission to flirt. Now she got hit with an indecent proposal. Mm. Mm. What's the price that you would allow your wife mm. to sleep with another man? Wow. Wow. I'll wait. Mm. You can you can spend five more bucks if you want to answer that question. <laughs> wow. when, when when she comes home, you tip her. Mm-mm, I don't play that. No. I wish you would. My wife is fine. My wife is fine. Amen. Fine. Dope body, beautiful face, 
My wife is gorgeous. Hell no. Uh uh. Uh uh. No. And and would you would you say that if someone's down to in- continue to give their wife permission, hey, flirt for tips, uh, that man doesn't respect himself either? Oh, absolutely correct. Mm. I'll give you proof of it. Come on. All right, so Ephesians 5. NLA, uh, L, uh, NL Hancock says, throw those dollars at home, LOL. Amen. Amen. I tip my wife great. Um, uh, uh, Ephesians 5, 28. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they, as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church, and we are members of his body. So if I love myself, then I love my wife. If I don't love myself, I don't love my wife and can't love her. Wow. I'm incapable of doing that for her if I don't even do that for me. Right. So yeah, d- don't don't do that. And I I understand the 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 food services industry and there's a lot Listen, I I evangelize all the places we eat. Nathan will tell you. We we go we go to eat some places. We'll have a a waiter. Um most times we have waitresses. I don't know if I've never done a like a sociological study on it, but it seems to be more women in food and services than men. Um, uh, but I give those women incredible tips because I'm the safest human being they could ever encounter. (laughs) Um, uh, we were in, um, I was in, uh, San Francisco. I was in Silicon Valley, got a tour Apple. It was two weeks ago. Got a tour Apple, got a tour Meta. All of that was dope. So we go to a, um, we go to a restaurant to eat. It's it a nice restaurant. So uh, a birthday party comes in. Um, the girl has on beautiful white dress. The little tiara, happy birthday. Yeah. They they were dressed like it was a like a bachelorette night, but it was a birthday party, right? So it's about six or seven girls, super pretty, all made up, dressed to the nines. Okay. So I'm eating. Uh, our tables all guys. Their tables two tables down all girls and uh i'm eating my meal and the holy spirit says when you're done here i need you to go give that girl a thousand dollars cash app and then tell her what i what i tell you to tell her i was like okay man i've done this for too many years to even is that you (laughs) right Okay, sir. All right. You must want to bless her. So when we get done eating, I tell all the guys at my table, hey, I felt like the Holy Spirit told me to bless the birthday girl over there. Um, so I'm going over to that table. Y'all can wait for me while I do that because it's seven pretty girls. Uh, now, they're pretty. Mm-hmm. I'm not attracted to them. Mm-hmm. But optics mm-hmm. could look like. Right. So I just want to put everybody on notice. I'm not doing this like as a spontaneous freestyle. Like, uh, Did Tim just go over there and just start fraternizing with those seven women? 
Where's the integrity? I don't know if we can bring him back to Silicon Valley. It might be too much for him. <laughs> so none of them were attractive <laughs> to me, um, but they're pretty. Um, and pretty and attractive are two different things. Mm-hmm. Somebody can be handsome, but you're like, I don't want to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, you right, know what I mean? Right. Somebody can be pretty, but you're like, I'm right. not boning you. Like, that's <laughs> that's a preference. Mm-hmm. Right? People don't understand that. Like, the, the, people have preferences. Everybody ain't, want, everybody ain't trying to have sex with you. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, this used to make me uh, uh, laugh about uh, hu- uh, homophobia in locker rooms and stuff right like these these athletes these men or women can't come out because there's so much homophobia in the locker room and especially amongst men it's just toxic and high and and uh you know the gay men would be like the 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 presumption that i'd want to have sex with you if you found out i was gay is preposterous <laughs> you know what i mean like just because i'm gay doesn't mean i want to have sex with every single man right just because i'm a lesbian doesn't mean i want to have sex with every single woman heterosexual doesn't mean you want to have sex like people people have preferences mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah everybody ain't okay anyway <laughs> um uh so i'll go over there right mm-hmm. and uh, you know my confidence has always been high so i have no so this i mean this is this is these are the like seven type of women that you would run into at a club you know what i mean high on life high on themselves know they're pretty uh, to the men you know what i mean they're that type of vibe so i just walk up pull up a chair one of the girls had gone to the restroom i pull up her chair sit down i was like good evening ladies they're like oh who are you? And I was like, hey, my name is Tim. I was like, I have a message for the birthday girl. And they're like, oh. They, they loved it. I girl. know they loved it. They were like, oh, girl. <laughs> and they were like, okay, okay. And um, I said, do you have a cash app? She says, yes. I said, I need you to give it to me. They was like, girl, he ain't about to give you no money. You about to give her some money? You ain't about to give her. So they are just, <laughs> right? So I was like, yeah, I need your cash app right now. So she's, like, trying to figure it. She's trying to pull it up, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And they're like, who are you? The other girl's trying to be all protected. Who are you? And I was like, that doesn't matter right now. I just need to I just need to get her uh, cash app. So she gives me her cash app. I type it in. The girl's sitting next to me because it's like a horseshoe um, uh, booth mm-hmm. where you have to slide in, and then there's two tables at the end. So the girl next to me sees how much I'm typing in one zero zero zero. She was like, right <gasps> "Girl, no, he not. He about to give you a thousand dollars. Not her giving it away." And then she's like, right. "What?" So she can't even really hear that. So um, I put it in, give it back to her. I said, "Let me know when it hits." So it hits, and she goes, "Are you serious?" I said, "Yeah, that's for you." So. One of the girls goes, but what you but what you want her to do for it? Mm. And then she goes, yeah, what do you want me to do for this? Mm. She said, you probably want me to do something, huh? Wow. I said, yeah, I do want you to do something. There was like, oh, right? And I said, this is what I, this is what I want you to do. I'm going to say a series of phrases to you. And after every phrase I say, I need you to say, I receive it. She was like, 
okay. They all go eerily quiet. <laughs> I looked her in her eyes and I said, I love you. I receive it. I said, you're beautiful. I receive it. You are stronger than you realize. I receive it. Oh, there it is. You are a good-hearted person. I receive it. And I freestyled maybe 10. I was like, okay, have a good night. I stood up and turned around to walk away. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Can I at least give you a hug? So all the women stand up. They all start giving me hugs. Every single one uh, up to her whispers, you have no idea how much she needed that. Come on, dude. Like, I have no idea what made you come over here, but you have no idea how much you needed that, how much she needed that. Thank you so much. And then when she came out, I gave her a big hug, and she was like, what do you do? And I was like, I'm a podcaster. She was like, okay. What's the name of the podcast? I, was, I said, it's called The Basement. If you guys want to check it out, check it out. But y'all have a good night. I turned around and walked away. That was it. That was it. You didn't linger. That was it. That was it. And now she understands that value is not attached to her body. Mm. No. It's her mm. first thought. Or her looks. Mm. The fact that she thought 1K meant I wanted something other than words of affirmation lets you know how low the standards are mm. amongst human connectivity. So anyway, all I'm saying, I don't even know how we got on, on all of this, but we, whatever. We were talking about flirting and yeah, 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 that's that, what it the was. whole thing. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, no, we don't, we don't, flirting is not the move. Mm. Being kind is the move, but the moment your heart flutters and it's starting to feel like something else, abort the mission. Right. That's your green light to run. Yeah, just, you're just, good. Just dip. Yeah. It's a green light. Oh, Roll good. out. Yeah, absolutely. I want to I wanna deal with something else, though, in the same vein. I, I just feel like I need to stay on this for a minute. Because a, a lot of times it's not flirting that will get you in trouble. It's you not putting boundaries around your heart emotionally. Because mm. a lot of times it's not like this overt flirting that gets people into trouble. What it, what it actually is, is this wearing over time. I see this a lot in uh, call centers. Because you're, 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 in a little, you're, you're in a little cubicle all day across from somebody or whatever, 8, 9, 10, 12 hours, whatever the day is. And literally what's happening is you have this... Um, this familiarity and this rapport that you're building with a person, and before you know it, you just started letting your guard down. Slowly, right? You're like, this is innocent, ain't nothing gonna happen. And it's like four months later where you realize, I missed this person's compliment. I didn't think anything of it, but now I, I come to work waiting for you to compliment me. I'm dressing up a little bit more so that you notice me. Mm. That's a sign that there's a deficiency at home. Mm. Single or married, mm -hmm. right? Either you don't believe something about yourself or if you're married, perhaps 
you and your spouse are just in a rut where they're not complimenting you like they used to, and now you're looking forward to these compliments at work. Um, and that's not like a instantaneous thing. Because when you think about flirting, you think about, I just met this person, there's a strange new energy, and we're clicking and vibing. But sometimes it's not that. Sometimes it's, it's just this, over time, we got really close, and then we started to let our guard down, and before you know it, we're talking in ways that we shouldn't be talking. So y'all need to watch out for that, too. We have uh, uh, Chi- Chioma. Chioma. Came through with your Igbo name, by the way. Oh, did she really? She did. It says uh, she came through. She said, it's, I, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, so please forgive me. Uh, I will spell it out first. O-B-I-E-C-H-I-N-A. It could be Obichina, Obichina. I don't know how to say it, but it says okay. it means may his uh, slash their lineage live on. And another meaning is may his heart not close. Ooh. Hey, screenshot that for me. I got you. And then send it to me because that's dope. Yep, yep. That's super dope. Thank you, Chioma. Uh, Esther Sephiro said, or Sephiro said, for me, my lack of boundaries led to unrequited love for years. Understood. Uh, That's good. Keith says, uh, oh, he, he said, Keith sent another $20 after the first $5 <laughs> asking about the tip question for his wife. Yep. Now he sent $20. I appreciate y'all. And Uncle Tim, I receive that wholeheartedly. Yes, sir. Uh, when I get off, I will have that courageous conversation with my wifey and make sure she knows she know how, knows how much she is valued and how sorry I am for dehumanizing her. Wow. Bro, I love you. <laughs> Holy cow. Get his cash app. Keith Crumetti, please put your cash app in the chat, please. We put your you. cash app in the chat, bro. Thank you. We sir. about to send you some tips for your wife. <laughs> tell them tell them it's on behalf of the dwellers. From all the dwellers. Because we love her for who she is, because you love her for who she is. Put your cash app in the chat, bro. <laughs> this ain't just gonna be on me. The community about to is about to tip you on behalf of your wife and then give it to her and let her know it's from it's from we bro, you bro, you don't that's man, an you, example, bro. Bro, you come on, man. You done gave twenty five dollars to ask a question, and you gave five dollars to ask a question, and twenty dollars for your response. Mm. Your heart was that open to make that pivot and correction that quickly? Oh boy, put that, put it, put it in the chat, bro. Keith, see put what your happens, chat bro. Keith, put your cash app in. See sir. what happens right now, homeboy. Do it and see what happens. Someone says she's getting pregnant tonight. <laughs> Clarion <laughs> says she's getting pregnant tonight. <laughs> I, and, and I'm the biggest advocate for sex in marriage. Have all the sex. It was made for us. Keith, please put your cash up, even though you're telling us we don't have to. We yeah, will. Yeah, 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 bro. Don't, don't, don't block your blessing. Mm-hmm. Put the cash app in here now, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Who threatened somebody to put a cash app in now? He sent it. Sweet. Send it. Where is it? Sit. Sweet. Uh, it's literally his name. Okay. Uh, send, send, uh, 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 text it to me, Juliana. Got you. But everybody, everybody, uh, cash app uh, Keith for his wife. We was jumping Keith. We, yeah, yeah, we about to, we about to tip, we about to tip like cray cray up what, in here. What he just did is he literally just divorced. Mm-hmm. What? Come the, on. The things 
that needed to be fixed. Mm-hmm. You're just talking about it. And yep. we're, we're going to pin his cash up to the top, boy. That's good. That's good. Playing no games here today. Oh, I'm pretty sure he sent $20 back to back. So it's okay. $45. Yeah, well, he about to... <laughs> He about to he about to he about to get it. I'm excited. Like super excited. Brother got threatened. <laughs> Dude got threatened into a blessing. Okay. That's fantastic. Sixteen hundred in the chat. Witnessing this live. Wit- witnessing this live. Y'all y'all be a blessing to uh Keith. Like that that like I love that type of stuff. It's crazy what vulnerability can do. Hey. It's crazy. It's, it's, this is how we live our life. Yeah. This is it real time. And doing what's right. Absolutely. And doing what's right. And a quick shout, just to, to intro, I feel, like, I feel like I missed it. Everybody, please give it up for Juli Buendia. She is here Woo! with us today. Love y'all. So thankful to be here. Oh, uh, and it was it was really funny seeing you operate at the live event because your twin was there. Mm-hmm. So it was two Julies running around. Yep, it we, was great. We with some people. It, it was. Fun. So, I know they were. Great. They were so messed up. <laughs> <laughs> they were so messed up. What was funny is I came. In, I came. I don't know if she told you, but I walked upstairs, turned the corner, saw her, and I was like, Tatiana. I said, how many people have called you Julian? That was my first time meeting her in life. No way. You, uh-huh. Great job, dude. I wow. knew it. I knew it right away. You already knew. Because wow. I'm with you too much. You're the first person. Really? People are around us separately and still don't know how to, like, which one to distinguish which oh, one no, is no, no, which. No. It's crazy. Uh-uh. You're the first person I've ever known. Listen, to I was, right. was going to be a homicide detective. I pay attention to detail. I yeah. turned that corner. I saw Tati. I was like, Tatiana! I said, how many people have called you Julian already? She was like, a lot. I was like, mm-hmm. By the end of the night, she just gave up and was like, yeah, I'm Julie. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, there's two of us. Someone said, Cave uh, 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 said, I had to take a double take. I thought I was getting punked. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, if y'all have some more questions, drop them in the chat. We'll uh, we'll vibe off of it. No, this is so good. So so hey, we we made this transition. The transition is complete. So let's talk about it. So, um, uh, we dropped the B side app. Uh, all of the content. There's so much value in that app. Um, I hope y'all, I hope y'all know that. Like this is not like some like, I just we just took the uh the basement to, some paid. Uh, some behind some paywall, and we're charging you for the basement. No, we're this is an app that's gonna have uh, a lot of shows in it, the basement included. And so, think about when you think about the app and you think about um, uh, how we move forward, uh, think about Disney Plus, right? Disney Plus uh, had a lot of uh, well, Disney had their movies on Amazon, they had their movies on Netflix, they were everywhere so that mm-hmm. the maximum amount of people could watch them. Um, once they started their own app, they pulled all of their library off of um, uh, Amazon and Netflix because they're like, if you want to watch it, you have to watch it here. Well, that, that's a no-brainer of a model, right? Why would Disney have their own app and then still stream all their content on other people's platforms? And so for The Basement, we knew that this was coming. And that's why this live was so important to us. 
because we grew our community here. And so we still wanted to have a presence here. And that's why these Monday live streams, this is a this is this is my love in action. I love our community. I love our subscribers. And so that's why we brought uh, Monday's live uh, here and they will continue to remain here. But as for the rest of our library, the rest of our library has moved uh, to the B-Side app because if you want to see it, this is the place to see it. And uh, my, my, my philosophy is come for this, stay for that, right? So you, 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 fall, you fell in love with the, um, with the basement. You're a part of that community. You love that content. Come for that. Download the app. Subscribe for that. But then you might want to stay for the deep end with Lecrae. You might want to stay for Jamie Kilstein. You might want to stay for all of the um, uh, devotional stuff that we have in there, whether it's my content, Katie Kazadi's content, uh, Irene Fambro's content. I could go on a freestyle with all the people that have. Um, we got a lot of people in that app already. There's a, oh, there's, a, there's over 300 pieces of content. So, And, and obviously this is going to be something that continues to grow and scale. Um, and so the, the more subscriptions we have, the more we get to reinvest back into this product and continue to bring you more stuff. And just an update, obviously we're still in our live stream right now. Yep. Afterwards, for your lunch break, y'all can go watch Lecrae's podcast that is going to be on the B-side. Let's go. They'll be premiering it shortly. Yeah, let's so go. They'll be premiering it here, and then it'll be up on uh, on YouTube on Wednesday, I believe. But gotcha. for, for our B-side subscribers. Yep. Y'all can watch that today. Yeah, I believe the, I believe Lecrae's first two uh, episodes are going to be on B-Side and then on his YouTube channel. Uh, after that second episode on YouTube, the only place you'll be able to see it is the B-Side. So um, super excited about Cuzzo's show. Uh, that's going to be... That's gonna be fire. Tim, have you have you uh, played around and messed around with the app yet? Absolutely. It is so smooth and slick, and we got to give a shout out. I don't think no one's gonna know this name. This is this is our brother. His name is Joseph Justice. There's a lot of people working on this app, but this is the guy who is helping make sure that it got approved in the app store. Who was work Who's working right now diligently to make sure that it's working out properly. So, a major shout out to our brother Joseph Justice. He's he's grinding right now. I love it. To make this app work. What a yeah. name too. Joseph Justice. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this this is such a dope um this is such a dope app and uh I love messing around with it and going in it and love to see how it's gonna grow and continue to just add value to people's lives. So yeah, I downloaded it. I, I paid for my subscription and kept it moving too easy eric said uh eric sent in twenty dollars and said now i see exactly what tim's therapist means when she said execute on command basically that's what keith just did and tim noticed it that's what we do baby that's what we do so shout out for you noticing that i appreciate it yeah we we um we are a community that is that is committed to growth Mm -hmm. we're we're committed to learning We're, we're committed to finding out what we need to find out and then making the pivots that we need to pivot so that we can continue to grow like this is what we do we're making the pivot and if you were a member i know you guys already missed the emojis like the little hector emojis gone oh yeah 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 yeah, for sure for it's sad i know but we can add those in the discord 
uh, and and luckily the Discord's free, which yep. is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, on Friday night, when Sammy had disabled the memberships, it was so cute. Uh, someone came up to me and said, "Hey, I'm at this live event right now. I just got an email for YouTube. I got a refund from my membership for the basement." Yep. And I was like. Well, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. You get your money back. That's right. For this month. That's right. And now we're moving to the B side. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, there was a couple of uh, people, um, and literally only a couple. Only read two comments uh, that expressed like, y- you know, why would I get this app? You put everything behind the paywall. You should have made some of the content free. Just feels like a money grab. Uh, if this was a money grab, chow, I'd have launched this app. Kept YouTube memberships going. And got sponsors. And got sponsors. I I, I would if this was a money grab. We could make it a money grab. This is not a money grab. Mm-mm. This is stewardship of the platform that God has given us so that we can continue to further the kingdom mm-hmm. uh and we can control all of that. We don't have to worry no more about uh we know what to do on this on this live now. But we don't have to worry no more about YouTube. Uh, demonetizing us we don't have to worry about youtube limiting our monetization right we don't have to worry we don't have to fight with youtube's algorithm anymore no we want to put out content that helps people mm-hmm. grow yes. point blank period mm-hmm. and if you see the value in that you're going to subscribe yeah. if you don't see the value in that you're not yeah. and it's that simple like this is not like a oh please please download the app my there the needy family must <sighs> My son needs a sandwich. He's 15. He eats so much. Please help me feed my children. Child, are, you, are, you, are you hungry? Do you need to eat? Uh, I'm chilling right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. But, you know, the hunger, it be, it's out here somewhere. You're a growing boy. Yeah, you're a that, growing that's boy. what it is. Yeah, you <laughs> are, you're, you're a growing boy. You're a handsome boy. <laughs> and um, you're a handsome young man, actually. And uh, I already got your lunch money. Praise God. Like, uh, I'm not crossing my fingers hoping that somebody downloads the app. I, I believe this is going to this is gonna benefit your life. Like, I wouldn't even put it out. Why would I even put it out here? But I didn't think it was going to benefit you. Um, so we knew that um, abandoning YouTube would feel um, like rejection. And all of our other, the audio platforms. Yeah, yeah. That that would feel like rejection. And and we didn't want to feel that. So in lieu of that, I'm out here two hours every Monday um, to continue to at least put content uh, on YouTube. But all of our interviews and all of our guests and all that kind of stuff. Um, you didn't, you didn't burn gonna, your bridges. I'm not burning no bridges. We've been talking about this the whole time, yeah, actually. Yeah, absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. And man, we got some we got some talent. I'm gonna tell y'all this. This is <laughs> this is crazy. Like I can't even. I'm gonna tell y'all this, and then because because it's just a it's kind of like the Lord was like, all I needed you to do is follow through, and I got you. Yep. So, mm-hmm. um, a week prior to uh, B side going live, I got uh, verbal commitments. Um, from said the entertainer, Kev on stage, Steph Curry, Aisha Curry, uh, Veronica Orgy. I think it's Veronica, Veronica, or I think it's Veronica. I want to make sure I say it right. She's an actress. 
uh, from Niger uh, of, of Nigerian descent, I should say. Uh, let me let me see where that where that was, because it it blessed me. Uh, Tori Kelly, Jonathan Reynolds, Erwin McManus, Yvonne Orji, Tabitha Brown, Todd Delaney. Uh, I'm gonna have an interview in December with uh, uh, Chris Boussard uh, from First Take. Um, I, I mean, it was like the Lord was like, yeah, just needed you to go live, and I got that. I, I got those next tier of interviews. Is it not wild how your agenda has been divinely scheduled? Oh no, it's been scheduled by the Lord. Hey, dog, like you didn't gr you didn't grind to make it work that way as most PR companies would do. No, he just <laughs> put it in our lap, right? And then obviously we're still going to be um, having interviews with people that have filled out those Google forms. Um, and so, yeah, next 2024 is going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. It's going to be wild. Yeah. And for us to have done our live event this past Friday, was it Friday? Friday. It was Friday. Yeah. Uh, for, for it to just be such a home run for us, it was really exciting to know, man, we got one under our belt. Mm -hmm. It was really good. Mm -hmm. And especially with us going on tour next year. Mm-hmm. We got one. We got one in the can. Yeah, we know. We got some muscle memory absolutely. to do this now. Yeah, we do, um, and we know exactly how to do it. Like, like, and let me tell you where my mus muscle memory is, because this is just the way I'm wired. Um, in my mind, I thought to myself, if it took three and a half hours to hug, <laughs> like a thousand people, and I know a thousand people didn't line up. Felt like it though, um, uh, but let's just say it was eight hundred or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of people. Uh, what I will say is, in a room, if our if our average venue is going to be three to five hundred people, um, that our hangout time is going to even be better, more precious. You know what I mean? More relational, a little yep. bit extra time. Yeah. So, so uh, we will be coming to a city near near you. I will let you all know that um, uh, I have a book coming out. Um, sale date is February 27th. Mark it down. Uh, mark it down. It is called Welcome to the Basement. You can start pre-ordering that book right now. Well, Kavey already made an investment, $99, just because I love y'all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Live chat goes crazy on Mondays. <laughs> Live chat. I mean, honestly, y'all are just very extravagant givers and people. Yeah. Uh, Tim, when, when you think of the tour, obviously, you know, we still got to do a lot of planning with um with the book tour the pot like all of it it's going to be a lot more planning when you see it do you see it being um less than 500 people max 500 in certain venues what's a sweet spot that you're seeing it as yeah i want it to be more intimate when we go on the road you know this was a soft launch <laughs> to soft launch with a thousand people is crazy right for a thousand people to show up is crazy amazing but when we when we go on the road i do want it to be i want i do want it to be more intimate so i would cap the venue at 500 that'd be great i wouldn't want to do more than that yep. um because i want to have a, a more intimate experience especially um around the book yeah absolutely you, you know what i mean and so um i believe it's going to be a bestseller um i don't know what the i don't know what the metric is for something to be a bestseller look it up uh what is it? What what takes it? What what does it take to be a best selling book? Got you. Yep. 
Are we on track though? The the uh, believe it says uh, the absolute the absolute minimum number here is five thousand copies in a week sold. Hey y'all, we had a thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen hundred downloads in the last two days. Oh no, I'm sorry, eight thousand downloads. Okay, I need five thousand. P- I'm just saying it. I'm, I'm saying it right now. Let's get it. Hey, I want us to be because this is us, y'all. This ain't me. This is us. Welcome to the basement. Being on a bestseller is really the dwellers being bestsellers. Mm. And it rhymes. You can't even make this. Listen, I'm not even trying to do this right now. Never said that line in my life. I believe us as dwellers will be bestsellers. Because a purchase of this book is, what, what was that? I'm so sorry, Brad. I didn't mean to throw you off with the with the gas. Yeah. I can link it, but there's a few links uh, to pre-order the book. There's one. Which one would you prefer? There's a Barnes & Noble. There's a Target. Do they have a website? Or which one? My website? Okay. On upsettheworld.com? Upsettheworld.com. I'll find the link and we'll we'll get that going. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, so, hey, we are about to be, we are about to be best dwellers. Yeah! Y'all don't, hey, I already got it. I already got it. This ain't going to be a bestseller book. This is about to be a best dweller book. We're going to be New York Times best dweller list. Right. Let's That's go. Right. 5,000 in a week. We, we're going to we're going to crush that. We're going to crush that. We are going to crush that. Hey, I need. Yeah, let's do that. Let's. That's about to be crazy. That's about to be crazy. I already see it. I already feel it. That's about to be crazy. All right. So. Let's just make sure we, um, man, let's just, uh, let, let's, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like speechless right now. I'm like, this just got me super excited, y'all. Like super duper excited. All right, we about to hit that best dwellers list. Is that like the best, like you can't even make that up. That's catchy. Ain't it catchy? That's so sticky. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. So, um... If already on it. Huh? 619 already on it with the book. Yeah, 619 is a, is a beast. He knows what he's doing. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, sale date, uh, Feb- February 27th. Book tour um, is going to be awesome. And uh, I think we're going to have some incredible opportunities to get down to get some people down to the basement. I mean, think about it. We we we're doing it through the pod. Mm-hmm. We're doing it audio. We get to do it through the B side. We'll have a book. I mean, the timing of it all, the Lord's just he's playing chess. Like you can't make you can't make none of this up. Like there was no master plan. Hey, can we let can we be clear on something right now? Today is what? November 6th, 7th? What is today? Today's the 6th. The 6th, okay. November 6, 2022. Do y'all know where I was? I was at Embassy City Church transitioning a church. It was the 6th. Okay, July. Oh, so today's our anniversary. Today's the anniversary of the pod. Let's go. It's the anniversary of the podcast. Not, 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 not year anniversary, but 
whatever date this is, this is what? This is our 16th month. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Today. Like, today, today. Well, congratulations. Be- because the pod launched on July 6th. Yes, it and did. And today's November 6th. Yes. So this wow. is this is our little anniversary date is the 6th. Let's go. So we the, the fact that we're even potting today is crazy. So today's 11-6-2023. On 11-6-2022, there was no book. There was no app. There was no thought mention of this. It was just, we're just, we're just believing God. And now here we are a year later. This is just wild, man. That's all I can say. This is wild. But this time last year, I was transitioning a church. The pod was four months old. Crazy. Crazy. And we were just like, okay, Lord, if you want us to do this, I guess we will. And now we out here. Just imagine next year. Next year is going to be crazy. Wild. Are you ready for some questions, Tim? Yeah, let's get it. Okay, this one's anonymous. We're going back to relationships, and this one's anonymous. Oh, before you read that, yes. somebody just asked, can we have some new foot gear? I got, hey. I, I, I got, I got B-side sneaks coming out. Let's Come go. on now. Yeah, they'll be here. They'll be here um, around the fifteenth. And I got sizes for girls and boys. Got the same uh, color colorway for girls and boys. And we'll start getting B-side people out here. Can we have some for kids? Um, not yet. <laughs> I'm a little kid. Julie's asking yeah. really for herself. <laughs> She's asking for herself. We're gonna get. We're gonna get you. We'll, we'll get your size for sure. <laughs> we'll get. I'll get you your own. Thanks, yeah, you ain't gotta wait. You ain't gotta wait. Okay, hit me up. Yes, so this is anonymous. Why is it that when someone goes into a relationship, they disappear and lose connections with their friends? Mm. For example, my best friend started dating and everything has changed. We don't talk as much or see each other like we used to. I feel jealous and feel like I can't celebrate her. Mm. It's been a painful season, and I feel like our friendship was stolen. What advice do you have for me? That's good. That's really good. Um, I appreciate you asking the question. Um, the first thing I want to say is, uh, that you need to grieve, um, the loss of relational connection that you've had with your friend. Um, because if you don't grieve it, you won't make room in her heart, in your heart for her new relationship. Um, I believe your jealousy is informing you that in some way your relational connection to this friend has been unhealthy. Mm. And that jealousy is letting you know that you place your friend in a category she never belonged. The reason why I say that is because, based on your words, if her relationship is making you jealous, the relationship you had with her is was misaligned in some way. Mm. If you can't make room for and be happy for the relationship that she stepped into. Um, Relationships change relational dynamics, mm-hmm. point blank, period. Your friend entering entering into this dating relationship with this 
individual has changed her life. Not just yours. It's changed hers, too. And um, you can only control you. Mm. You're not getting the time that you used to have. You all don't have the relationship that you used to have. And so instead of continuing to aim your frustration towards her relationship, Mm. you need a mirror. Because you need to become curious as to why this relationship has brought up such negative emotions for you. Mm. There you're going to find the ways that you have used this friendship with this young woman to compensate relationally for things that mm. you haven't worked out in your own heart. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And perhaps the pulling away of this relationship is a gift to you. Absolutely. To work some things out in your heart mm. that you wouldn't work out if this friendship mm. continued to go in the direction that it was going. So don't look at it as a loss of your friend. Look at it as some space that's now been created for you to work on your own heart. And I think if you can do that, and I don't know, I don't even, I can't even tell you what I think that should look like for you. It might be therapy. It might just be some Mm -hmm. journaling. It might be some Mm self-reflection. But I think you're going to find that um, you put her in a a place that she never needed to be. Right. Mm -hmm. And now that she's not in that place, you can can reclaim some areas of your life that you needed to have settled with yourself Mm. before you had any other person Mm. in that space anyway Mm. it could also be what i don't know if you're dating somebody or not um but if you're not it could be just the thing that needs to be cleaned out so that you can also step into a relationship yourself well a a thought on that tim uh someone uh commented uh their thought jealousy could lead to possessive behavior we don't own anybody Mm -hmm. Thoughts on that? Agreed? Disagree? No, absolutely correct. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't own anybody. Mm-hmm. You can't make anybody do anything. Right. So, I under, but again, it's going to start with grief. you got to grieve the loss of the relationship you had. And all that means is that the relationship has been meaningful to you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you didn't feel nothing, if the change did nothing, then you could be like, oh. Uh, but this person obviously means something to you. You need to you need to figure out what this person has meant to you, right? All the ways this person has meant to you, and go investigate some of the ways that this person has mm. probably distracted you from working yep. on areas of yourself that mm. now you probably need to work on. Yeah. So, mm. hope that helps. Got one from, uh, and please forgive me if I get your name wrong. I believe it's Mam Hunzi. Hey Tim, how do we distinguish between uh, our own free will to God's plan? Because what if our will is a part of God's plan? The concept has always confused me. Read, read the first part again. Hey Tim, how do we distinguish between free will and God's plan? Oh, so um, God's plan is. His plan. 
like that's that's gonna be how I start this and I know that I'm not answering your question but let me just stumble through this real quick because it's a good question distinguishing between free will and God's plan you have a free will in your free will you submit to God's plan point blank period now um if you're wondering how that feels or how that plays out um I'm not sure how to answer that. Yeah. But your free will mm. is something you submit right. to God's. And in doing so, you become a part of God's plan. Yeah. Right. So let me give you an analogy. All right. So let's just say um, you helped us with uh, our launch event Friday night. Mm -hmm. And you said, hey, I'm showing up. And wherever you need me to serve... <laughs> Consider me water. I am fluid. I'm going to serve whichever way I can. Let's make it happen. Mm -hmm. Cool. You willingly showed up freely mm -hmm. to give of your time in whatever way that would benefit us for the night. And let's just say we needed you to help with our line in getting the pictures taken for all the people. Because pe we, we grabbed people's cell phones and we took their pictures and gave their phones back to them. Yeah. You, of your own free will, showed up to the event and you submitted to our plan to be used to take pictures inside of yeah. that line. Yep. Your free will fit into our plan mm -hmm. because you freely gave us your will mm -hmm. to be adjusted to ours. Now, that's just a nice little mini example of what happens when we step into God's plan. Mm -hmm. We willingly give up our free will for his, mm -hmm. and therefore, we, we become a part of his plan. Now, the way that looks, I don't know because I'm not in your skin. Right. I don't know what he wants you to do. But when you say, God, not my will, but thine be done, Tasha has some great things to say about this, by the way. Uh, and you should just go back and watch that. Um, we become a part of something bigger, and that plan is awesome. And you know when you're in it, when you when you give up your free will, you know when you're in God's plan and you know when you're not. Mm -hmm. It's just something intrinsic that lets you know that. Right. So I know this was more philosophical than <laughs> like really practical, but that's the best way. I hope I, I hope I helped. Hope I helped a little bit. I I would love your thoughts on this, okay. at least for me personally, how I've simplified this. Yep. For me, I take it literal on what Jesus has commanded us to do. I'm here to be submitted to him. Mm -hmm. I gave my life to him. He is my Lord and Savior, and I am to go and make disciples. Mm -hmm. Now, th that's what I have to do. That is my will. I have to do that. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, God has put a lot of things in me that excite me yep. and that I love. Yep. I like filmmaking. I like podcasting. I'm personally going to pursue that because that's just something the Lord put inside of me right. that he naturally gave me. Right. And through that, I see God pop up all the time. Oh, for sure. Versus, because some people will like downplay what they love. Like, no, I, I can't do that. Yeah. I need to just be, it's almost like a slave mindset. Yeah. Versus embracing the things that excite them. Yeah. You should have permission to to enjoy the things that you love. That's why I started doing comedy again. Mm -hmm. I, like I ran away from it. Um, 
I just had this negative thought in my mind that if I pursued comedy, oh, excuse me, that if I, if I pursued comedy doing stand-up, that I was somehow outside of God's will. Right. And that was my own legalistic barrier that I had to get, acro- get across. Well, it took 22 years for me to come back to it. And so doing stand-up now, I'm, like, super excited about it. And um, however that plays into this season of my life, I'm just going to do it according to that. Like, it's not like I'm going to, like, man, I can't wait to do my stand-up tour, and I can't wait to have my Netflix special. (laughs) Although if I really put my head down in two years, I would definitely have a Netflix special. It would be a B-side special, though, because... It would be the B-side special. We're going to keep our own stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 like super excited about what it means to submit your will to God's and then watch Him do a mm-hmm. bunch of amazing stuff with it. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Mm, those yawns, <laughs> crazy. I'm still recovering from Friday, y'all. No, you've been in a grind, dog. This that whole, was yeah. a, all of well, all of October. You've been in that grind. I have. I have. You have. You are not alone, though. I don't remember the last time I've worked till three a.m. back to back doing edits. Yeah, bro. every day. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we yeah. was all in that. Yeah, we we, are, we were all in that thing yes, of our we own free will. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no one was forcing us. No one was. We forcing were us willing to do that. We were doing it on purpose. Willing to make it happen. Okay, um, Joshua Deslandes. Uh, hey Tim, I'm 20 years old. I told my parents that I want to do therapy but they projected all of their past traumas with doctors on me and said no, feeling like I'll never heal. What should I do? Joshua, you are 20 years old. Go to therapy. (laughs) If you don't have any money, send me your cash app. We got you. I will pay for your first session. I'll pay for your first five. But you're 20 years old. You don't need your parents' permission to go to no therapy. We ain't talking about a tattoo. We talking about therapy. Mm. <laughs> and if you're, hey, and here's the thing, let your parents off the hook. Mm. Age does not constitute maturity, mm. emotional mm. awareness, emotional intelligence, relational stability. Age just chronologically tells us how long you've been on Earth. Mm. But we are we are always quick to make age synonymous with maturity or growth or development. And that's just not the case. And so your parents, your parents projected on you because they still have bad experiences and fears about their own work and probably the progress of that work. They probably don't think they've progressed. They probably don't think they've gone to another level. And as a result, they think what's happened to them will happen to you, and that's not the case. And so you don't you don't have to wait for them. You are two zero. You are twenty years old, my friend. What was the last name on it when you said it? Like, Des- like a Latino name, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. So, uh, and I'll say this from the Latino perspective as well. I I understand. Please speak to it. Yeah, please I, speak to it. I understand that you want to honor your parents as much as possible, and sometimes honor looks like hiding. And not sticking up for yourself. You got to let that go, dog. Mm-hmm. I've had to do it in my life. And, of course, the, the Latinos. And I think a lot of uh, brown culture in general will say that 
therapy, uh, like they just don't. They think it's you denying God. Yeah, absolutely that's correct. That's not the truth. That's, that's not the truth at all. That's you tapping into wise counsel. Yeah. It's in the Bible, dog. It is. It so is. So just know from us, yeah. you got permission to go. And if it ruffles feathers, um, you got to be comfortable with goodbye. Absolutely. So 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 let's let's speak into now this could happen in any ethnicity, um, but black community, mm-hmm. uh yep, yep. Latino community, Caribbean culture. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, African culture, Asian culture, right? We could do general sweeps around everything. I'm talking about where where it's systemic, right? Like what goes on this family stays in this family. Exactly. That type of stuff. Um, uh, you're dishonoring if you go to counseling. Um, you're you're dishonoring if you if you're truthful about the experience you've had within your family of origin. Right, we all have foo, uh, family of origin, mm. and some of us have wildly drastic uh, experiences within our family of origin. Some of them has, some of them are good, some of them are bad. And what literally happens is, um, uh, when you're the generation that that decides to break a pattern, mm. it 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 literally feels like exposure <laughs> to. Yeah. that family yeah. that hasn't broken the pattern. And so if you tell the truth about the experience you had in your family, that may include the fact that, y- you know, my dad was a wonderful provider and uh, he emotionally neglected us. Well, two things can be true. Your dad will say, I worked so hard for this family and you all didn't appreciate it. No, we appreciate the provision, but working 17 hours a day left us emotionally neglected. Like, we, 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 you provided for us, but that's all we got from you, right? All we got from you is a roof over our head. We never got a hug. Like, you missed every talent show, recital, dance, game, birthday. Like, like I had to work for this family. No, we love you. You are a freaking hero. And I wish I got a hug. I wish we could have watched a movie without you falling asleep. Just one. So two things can be true. And it doesn't mean the person's bad if I tell my whole experience. You know what I mean? Um, so so uh, I remember having a... My mommy was so sweet. She gave me a gift I didn't even know I needed. Like, I, think, I guess like two years ago. She said, baby, is there anything that I did for you? Talk about being... My mom's a septuagenarian now big juicy word for a person in their 70s so my mom mommy and daddy are septuagenarians and they they uh they my my mommy said baby was there anything that that i did while you were growing up that just hurt you or felt bad i just I know I can't change any of it, but I just want to know. It was just such a great gift. And I just said, Mommy, I said, it's interesting that you say that. I said, I loved my childhood with you. I said, but I was sad that you didn't make it to any of my activities. Mm. And she said, oh, my goodness. She said, baby, me and Daddy worked out this deal because Daddy worked nights and I worked in the day. So 
He slept during the day, so he was available in the evening to go to your events. I worked during the day, so I just made sure dinner and stuff was ready for you and that it was ready for dad. So that was like the best rhythm we could have because we both worked. Exactly. And I said, oh, that makes perfect sense. I said, thank you for explaining that. Well, without the explanation, it just felt like my mommy didn't come to my games. It wasn't like a big deal, but like I missed her presence. Right. And she was able to just let me know, oh, th this was the reason why. And it was just such a sweet moment. Like just to have, con first of all, for me to even be able to say it, as opposed to you ungrateful, <laughs> so-and-so, you, you, you don't like the fact that, that I went to work, me and your dad, she didn't dismiss my experience. Right, right. She right. didn't try to explain it away. She didn't gaslight me. It was just a really good, it was just a really sweet gift. But my mom and dad are lifelong learners. They're still growing. And they have the they have the emotional intelligence to hold space for me and let me have my own narrative without them trying to, like, revise it. Yeah. The worst thing a parent can do is for you to share your experience and then be like, it wasn't that bad. And it's like, and this is why I don't talk to you. <laughs> and I need therapy. And I need therapy that you don't want me to go to because you're afraid of how you will look to a certified counselor who's paid to keep everything you say private. <laughs> Nobody's about to put it on Twitter. Mm. Abuelo. <laughs> <laughs> Not the abuelo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I hope that helps. 12, I work 12 hours. Uh, some, Jesus said, Jesus Ayala, yo, that's me right now. I work 12-hour nights, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., and wife works during the day until 1 when my son sleeps and my daughter is in school. I'll sleep and my wife will take over when he wakes up. Understood? Hey, we're human beings trying to thug out life. <laughs> We got bills to pay and all kind of stuff. Listen, I don't care how good you think your childhood was. Go to therapy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. If you think your parents are perfect, it's because you're not yet willing to acknowledge their flaws. Mm. You've thrown Jesus glitter over them. I, swear, I promise you your parents ain't perfect. I promise you. You sit down and tell me your childhood, I will show you where your parents were not perfect. Mm -hmm. They did everything for me. We were great. No, you weren't. I promise you, you weren't. But that's not something you're willing to admit yet. And when you're not willing to admit, you you um, it, it's called um, glorifying a narrative. Mm. That's what we call it in therapy. You've glorified the narrative of your parents. They were the best. No, they weren't. They were all, they could be awesome. And what did they do? Did they fragilize you? Were they overprotective? There was there's something there. Like yeah. so. Uh Lilibeth Gabadia. Um, Tim, what does your devotional time look like and what advice do you have for someone that is trying to find a routine and stick to it in order to get closer to God? Okay, Lilibeth. Uh, it's a really good question. Okay, so here's what I would say. Right now at 48, my devotion time looks like getting up at 4.30 a.m. Get up at 4.30 a.m. Uh, I read my Bible. I pray. Listen to worship music. 
listen to Tim Rivers uh, teach at Embassy City. Um, and, and that's on a certain day. That's not like every single day. Uh, sometimes I can pray longer than I read. Sometimes I read longer than I pray. Listen to a message once a week. Um, I'm reading Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown right now. Almost done. It's been a slow burn with that book because it's the words are so meaningful to me, and so I'm taking a lot in. So I'm going really slow with that book. Um, but th- there are other seasons of my life where my devotion time was at night. Mm-hmm. Got up in the morning did what I needed to do. So I don't ascribe to the formula that devotion time must be done at some zero dark 30. And if you don't do it in an hour, you've missed God. And he, <laughs> he's a leprechaun that was, he's going to hide and not pop his head out again <laughs> and show you your pot of gold. He's not going to show you your shiny pot of gold in revelation until you get up between three and six o'clock in the morning. No. What if you work nights? Mm-hmm. Devotion time might be 8 PM instead of 8 AM or 5 AM. So, Find a routine that works for you, uh, yeah. but it but it must be a routine and it must be something that you stick to and you have discipline with. Um, Keith already pre-ordered the book. Hey, dude, you're doing too much, bro. <laughs> I love you. Um, how long after 2.5 years separation with divorce recently finalized do I wait to know if I'm ready to start dating again? If you've been separated 2.5 years and the divorce is finalized, Sound. It seems like you're ready. I could have sworn. We can't sing that. It's R. Kelly. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm happy you caught it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just thought about it. I was like, he's probably preparing a teenager to be ready. Ooh. Wow. He's in prison. He that needs to be. Hey, bro. You mess with when you're when you're a low key uh, R&B pedophile. You need to go to prison. High key. High key pedophile. High key. High key. Yes, sir. Like ding 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 ding. Like eighty eighth key. Ding 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 ding. He's way over here. Bing 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 bing. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So he. Yeah. Hey, can I share a, a funny little thing that from the event that happened? You can. Uh, so- someone came up to me and and it was almost it scared me, but they whispered, "And I love you, Lord." <laughs> And I live my voice. <laughs> they said, I love when you sing that song. That's so funny. <laughs> That's Hector's song. You were singing that at 2 a.m. Oh, I was getting delusional yeah, at 2 So we started you. worshiping. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> um, AJE, my prayer life, my, and we got to wrap up. Is our food here? I'm going to text Abby. Okay. Uh, my life, my, my prayer life seems so bland. What do I need to do to change? I don't feel confident praying in tongues. AJ, uh, here's what I would ask you to do to get your prior life like kickstarted. Um, pray only pray about stuff that you're passionate about. Mm. I want you to write down three to five things that like you are passionate about, and I want you to pray about those things for a week. I don't care if the prayer is two minutes. Like we think prayer, like we think, like it's a great prayer time if it lasted a long right. time. Right. You're talking to your dad. Mm-hmm. My son asked me about loading some money up on his, like some V-Bucks. Was it for V-Bucks V-Bucks? or something? It was for Fortnite. It was for Fortnite. How long was that conversation? A minute or two. It wasn't even long. Because you're my son and I'm your father. You didn't come downstairs and was like, oh, great dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great father, I bow before you. I bow before you. My liege, my liege. you, You are such an awesome provider, daddy. You're such a good man. 
you're such a, you're the best dad I could ever have in life. I really believe that you and you only can give me V-Bucks. I believe that you have enough resources. I believe that you can give me what I need. I believe that on Fortnite, I will have the best skins and I will have the best battle pass and I will have the best back bling and I will have the best skins from the original Fortnite. Oh, dear father, you and you alone are worthy. Come on, man. Yeah, please give me that credit card information (laughs) so I can get on here and do what I need to do. Like, what are we talking about, man? That's not, that's not, that's not a relationship. That's begging. It's not even a prayer. You're begging. I'm talking to my daddy. So I go before him boldly because scripture, Jesus' blood gave me the opportunity to go before him boldly. And I can just talk to him. And after I finish talking to him, I'm done. I'm sitting there begging that dude. Stop it. You know when I was dumbfounded in our relationship, Tim Ross, hmm. is the first time I think I traveled with you to to L.A. for something. And I was in the hotel room. And it's 9 o'clock at night. And we traveled all day. And there was peanuts right in front of me. But I knew if I opened those peanuts, they're going to charge $55 for those peanuts. So I texted you. I said, hey, Tim, what is this cash at my leash that I may pay you back? Okay. How may I serve you yeah. to to repay you? And you're like... You can order whatever you want. <laughs> Why would I put you in a hotel and then nickel and dime you on some freaking peanuts? That's a poverty mentality. Mm. Yeah. That's what I was breaking. You you and you have helped me break that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. It's a poverty mentality that mm-hmm. no, we don't wanna mm-mm, we don't wanna mm-mm, no, we don't live like that. I'm a good steward with my money. But when it's time to when it's time to spend it, we're gonna spend it. Right. Cause I'm not staying at the La Quinta. <laughs> and I'm not flying coach. It's just these are just two things about me that's never gonna happen. Yep. I've flown coach for a, a long time. I've stayed at the roof red roof inn. I've seen a cold shower and felt it. And I don't do that no more. Yep. That's not a part of my life at this point. So um and yes, uh, food is food is on the way. Just waiting on the text back. Praise him. Yep. Uh, how do I submit uh, Nathan um, Borjali? Bur- oh, I thought you said about me. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> it, it says, uh, how do I submit to a pastor mentor that is very legalistic? No pants, no braids, no earrings. We're all going oh. to hell. Should I stay in the church and let him mentor me, or should I look for another one? Bye, Nathan. Later. This is when you're going to exercise your goodbye. Comfortable with goodbye. You do not want to be mentored by a legalist. Uh-uh. You might as well be legal. You might as well be um, uh, mentored by a Pharisee. Season's up, bro. Ten minutes till food shows up. Ishando. <laughs> Ishando. Someone said, "Boy, bye." <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's time to go. You do not want to be mentored by a legalist. Everybody going to hell? Ooh, that's not so everyone's self- going to hell. That's so self-righteous. Yeah. There's only one judge. Yeah. Bruh. We, 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 get fruit, we, we get fruit inspection and judgment mixed up. Like, God determines where people are going to spend eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got one from uh, Damien. Uh, may I please ask for prayer? Yes, of course you can. Um, my wife left me, mm. took my kid and ran to California because 
of uh, the money strain after an accident. I was in hit by two cars uh, by hit by two cars as a pedestrian. My mm-hmm. job axed me after and she took all the cash and now I'm facing eviction. Dang. And he sent ten dollars to us mm-hmm. to put it at the top. <laughs> Man, that's tough. Hmm. And he was at our event. I remember you, Damien. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. <sighs> so let's pray. He asked us to pray. That's what we do. We pray. So God, thank you for Damien. Um, you are the God of his life and you are the God of his seasons. Mm-hmm. And this is a low one. We are not going to cap. This is a this is a valley. Mm-hmm. A dark valley. The loss of his marriage, the distance from his child, the injury, the loss of resources. This is a valley. Mm-hmm. But God, you said that we walk through valleys. Mm-hmm. They are not our permanent location. So we lift up our brother Damien to you now and we say, yea, though he walks through the valley of the shadow Mm -hmm. of divorce and separation from his child and lack of resources, he shall fear no evil for you are with him. Mm -hmm. God, we thank you for your presence Mm -hmm. being with him and we thank you for him showing up even in the midst of such a bleak season to be at our event on Friday to give $10 to mm-hmm. ask for prayer um, to let the light in God I pray that you would comfort his heart that your presence would be strong and that you would supernaturally provide for him miraculously provide for him in a way that you can only get glory for in Jesus name amen amen, amen. amen. let's go can I share something real quick that I just you feel can. in my spirit yeah, for I sure. just really felt like the, what we were saying before about asking boldly, I kind of want to challenge all of you listening to go before the Lord today and boldly ask. Like there's a desire on your heart. And I know sometimes it can like be scary to ask the Lord or you just shy or you feel like a burden. But I just want to break that off of you. Like mm. boldly ask today mm. for what you are desiring, for what is needed and for me in this in in this month the lord's asked me to declare and decree things for my life and i just i felt like passing that on to y'all like start decla- uh, declaring and decreeing um to see the breakthroughs to see uh strongholds being broken just you, god's going to lead you in what to say in in those prayers so just be bold today and ask god like he is your father just like tim said like yeah. be bold that's beautiful bold. thank you okay julie yeah, it comes out sometimes about. <laughs> I'm not always shy, I promise. <laughs> it comes out sometimes. It's hilarious. Yeah, what she said. Um, That's it. Boldly declare. That's it. We about to go eat. We love you guys. We'll see you on the B-side B this Wednesday. Our first B-side episode. Discord. Discord. Pre-order the book. All the links are in the description. You can refresh. It's all there for you. Absolutely. This Wednesday. On the B-side, Solo Dolo episode. It's the first one on there. And so we need to talk. We need to talk. And uh, I'll see you Wednesday on the B-side.
Press B with me and let's let whatever gon' be just be. Uh, yeah, so press B with me and let's let whatever gon' be just be. 